reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast presents NFL Weekly Picks. This time we're doing week 13. Um, obviously, we didn't do week 12. We were off last week. So we'll talk about what we did for week 11. We'll talk about week 12, and then we'll preview week 13. So, Barry, uh, glad to have you along, buddy. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it, bro. So week 11, we're not going to pound on it too much. It was a little bit of old hat. Barry, you went 6-8. and eight. I went 7-7. Seven and seven. Oh. So... You got the Seahawks over the Cardinals. I did not. We both missed. We both picked the Bengals over Washington, which we missed. Um, obviously, Joe Burrow got destroyed in that game. That's such a shame. I, I really, really, really hate to see that. Next up, we have Falcons and Saints. They're doing the Taysom Hill experiment right now. You picked the Falcons. I picked the Saints. Saints won. Uh, Steelers and Jags. We both picked Steelers. Got that right. Patriots and Texans. Uh, you picked the Texans. I picked the Pats. Pats won. Uh, Browns, Te- Eagles. Texans won. Texans won. Texans won. I'm sorry. 27-20. Then, that's, then I went 6-8 and eight and you went 7-7. Seven seven. Oh, okay. Live on air mistake here. So are we, t- are we tied now? We're tied now. Oh, climbing back. So, yeah. Uh, Browns over Eagles. We both picked that correctly. Uh, Panthers shut out the Lions. We both picked the Lions. Titans over Ravens. You had possible blowout on that. It was not. It went to overtime. Derrick Henry hit him with the walk-off. Uh, Chargers, Jets. We both picked the Chargers. Got that correct. Broncos over Dolphins. We both picked the uh, Dolphins. Two got yanked. Um, Cowboys Vikings. We both picked the Vikings. You said Vikings by ten. Cowboys won. <laughs> pa- Packers Colts. Colts won. We both picked the Packers. Uh, Chiefs ended up going over on the Raiders. We both picked the Chiefs. And Rams went over the Bucks. You picked the Bucks. I picked the Rams. That puts us both at ninety-eight and fifty-eight on the year. That which is a fucking phenomenal stat, just so everybody knows. Barry came back. No, I'm saying so our I, records, our records. I think well, they're pretty well good. over 500. I think they're pretty good. Now, let's talk about week 12 a little bit. We obviously did not pick that week. We're just going to review it a little bit for you guys. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, obviously we have three games. This damn Ravens-Steelers game keeps getting pushed back. We record on Tuesday nights. As of now, it's going to be Wednesday at 3.40 Eastern time in the afternoon. Um, we're not going to pick that, but it's just because there's so many COVID concerns there. There's no Lamar. The thing's been pushed back three or four times. It's kind of ridiculous at this point. It was supposed to be the highlight of my Thanksgiving, was watching that game. And it just sucks we got it taken away because of COVID, Barry. Yeah, I I was excited to watch it. And then, like I said, the COVID shit hit and everybody's out now. So it's basically a a full uh, Steelers roster minus, was it James Conner? 
Yeah. And against uh, a, a hapless uh, Ravens team. That An RG3 led Ravens team. That's looking to catch the Zell. And it's going to be a brutal one. Uh, Texans beat the shit out of the Lions 41 to 25. Will Fuller went off. If you had him in fantasy, good job. That is the last time you'll have him in fantasy for the rest of the year. Got suspended for PEDs, uh, some kind of medication that was not cleared with the wellness policy. I have no idea. And the Washington football team just went to Dallas and beat the hell out of the Cowboys. That puts Washington at four and seven, Cowboys at three and eight. The Cowboys are in last place in the worst division in the history of football. And and they should be proud of that. I mean, I at least thought this game was going to be competitive, but it was not. Antonio Gibson went off. Alex Smith is, you know what? I'll say this, and with the, the legs, the incredible story of him being able to come back and even play in the NFL, as remarkable as it is, he is the far and away the most stable quarterback in that division. Well, especially with Daniel Jones getting hurt. With Daniel uh, Jones healthy, I'm still saying that. I well, I don't know about that. But uh what about Andy Dalton's performance? Not good. I mean, we've seen it in the Bengals uniform, but boy, that was old Andy Dalton there. I mean, we've been waiting for it. Primetime Andy Dalton or Andy Dalton on national stage is not the same as one o'clock regional Andy Dalton. Right. And, and especially behind that beat up offensive line. My goodness. Uh, Zeke, I think that, um, you know, the shelf life for running back is not long and not high in this league. And he's leading the NFL in fumbles for a non quarterback. And, and he's, He's checked out. I mean, I said it a couple of weeks he ago, and I still out. stand by that. When Dak went down, that whole team's moxie went with him. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'll say that Dak is a fucking winner. He wants to win. Uh, but when he went down, that the the whole team, the moxie, it was gone, and Zeke checked out. Dak That's Prescott might be the first player. Dak Prescott might be the first player in history to make more money being hurt than he would have been being healthy. That, and that's quite possible with the performance that these Cowboys are putting on. That's they got to draft interior. They got to draft defense. They have to. And to me, I think you got to consider giving Tony Pollard more touches. Uh, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, he's your, he's your hitter right now. Yeah. Um, Sunday games, Dolphins beat up on the jets 20 to three. Fitz Magic played. Tua had a little bit of an injury. I'm just not seeing it with Tua yet, man. I'm really not. I think they might regret that decision a little bit, too. Yeah, and, I mean, Fitzpatrick, you you benched him, I think, too early. Um, He's proven he can fucking throw it around. He gives him the best chance to win. He obviously can implode, too, which is why he's bounced around the league. I think that might be the worry. But to me, he gives them the best chance to win. I'm not saying two is not going to be a good quarterback. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying sometimes a rookie quarterback, you don't know what you're getting. And obviously, you know, I think it's very – got to kind of run the offense almost backwards, with a, at least protect backwards. You're turning a right-handed quarterback to a left-handed quarterback, which is not very common these days at all. 
all of a sudden your best offensive lineman is supposed to be the right tackle, which is why Jedrick Wills played there in college. So, you know, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like the back and forth there. Uh, Cardinals at Patriots. Patriots won 20 to 17. If it wasn't for a Hail Murray, Cardinals being big shit right now. Yeah. I can't yeah. figure this team out. Uh, Panthers ended up blowing it to the Vikings, 27 to 28. Uh, Vikings did not have Adam Thielen. They have, they got to find a way to get the ball to Justin Jefferson more to me. I think he's an absolutely explosive player. And that puts the Vikings right back in the playoff race. Yeah. Panthers had a that was a costly loss for the Panthers. Yeah, Minnesota's five and six now. Carolina's four and eight. Um, hit Chad Beebe with a ten yard pass with forty six seconds left. Um, for basically for Minnesota to take the lead and uh, Carolina's kicker Sly uh, missed a fifty four yard field goal with one second left, and that was the game. Uh, the Browns. Went down to Jacksonville, won 27-25. The Browns improved to 8-3. and three. The first time since 2007, they will not have a losing season. I mean, there's so many ridiculous stats with the Browns as far as they're like being pathetic over the years that I go on and on. Uh, a lot of people don't believe in the Browns right now. Can't say I blame them. They've only beaten one team with a winning record this year. That would be the Colts. That's their best win. They got demolished in, in two divisional games and lost a game they should have won against Las Vegas and weather in Cleveland. I worry that loss is going to come back to haunt them a little bit. But 8-3, and three, you got uh, Tennessee. Now you're getting into the media part of the schedule. So left, left you have Tennessee, Baltimore, then you got both New York teams, then the Steelers week, six, week 17. Um, listen, I'm happy – that they're at least to the point now where the winning game is supposed to win. Uh, the Jaguars game was a bit of a mess. Mike Glennon started for them. Baker missed some. He missed Richard Higgins, Richard Higgins wide open in the middle of the end zone. I don't know how he missed him. Ended up seven for a field goal, leaving four points on the board. Then late in the game. This is what I'll say about NFL officiating. It's terrible at times. It really is. But I'm a firm believer that NFL officials don't win or lose you games. It's that's on the Browns for putting the game in the officials' hands because it shouldn't have gotten that far. Uh, they had a fourth and short, they had a third and short, actually. And Baker missed a wide open Kareem Hunt, and then they didn't get it on the measurement on fourth down, which I, I mean I've seen I've post pictures of the measurement like looked like a first down to me, but defense and then uh, Jacksonville ended up going down, scoring a touchdown. Brown stopped them on another two point conversion the second time they did that in the game. So eight and three trucking forward. I see, um, I see two wins with the New York team teams. And I think that they got to steal one of the other three. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, this Cleveland team is, is very talented. They've lost, you know, they've lost some star power, but I, you know, again, I think they might've took this Jacksonville team a little lightly. And, you know, with this team next week coming into town, they know what's coming. You know, it's, the Browns the Browns are a whole different team when they have Nick Chubb on offense. Whole different team. To me, he's top three running back in the NFL. He's, he's sixth in the NFL in rushing. He missed four and a half games. He's averaging over 100 yards per game and over six yards a carry. 
That's impressive. Uh, the defense on the flip side is completely different when Miles Garrett is not there. In, in Jacksonville, they did not have Miles Garrett, their best pass rusher, Shioni Taki Taki, their best linebacker, and Denzel Ward, uh, an all pro corner. So that's that's a hindrance, you know, when you get into depth issues and stuff. So I'll give them a little bit of a pass, but still, Mike Mike Glennon, come on. I worry about I worry about them stopping Derrick Henry like every other team that plays the Titans. Right, right. Uh, and then we have the Titans beating the hell out of the Colts, 45 to 26. King King Henry went off again, and the Giants get a costly win, beat the Bengals 19 to 17. Bengals had a chance to win at the end, but end up losing Daniel Dimes. This was the moment I found out that Colt McCoy was still in the league, Barry. <laughs> Yeah, you get you sent me that and said I didn't know Colt McCoy was still in the league. Clacton Browns Tech. legend Colt McCoy, At Texas legend Colt McCoy. You remember he busted Ohio State's ass in college. I do. Um, but yeah, um, the giant they came down looked good. Evan Ingram out here six catches, 129 yards. Wayne Goldman apparently he said fuck it, I'll be your back while Saquon's hurt. 24 carries, 94 yards and a touchdown. Good on um, Yeah, and the Giants scored the opening touchdown and then immediately give up a 103-yard kick return. And then uh, Bengals went up 10-7, to and then the Giants, of course, run off 12 straight points with four field goals throughout the fucking game. And then Bengals scored uh, with 233 left in the game. And like so. The the Giants held on, closed it out uh, to be four and seven, and uh, to be first place because that's what that Washington uh, victory over Dallas meant is two of our four wins are over Washington, so we hold that's that insane. tiebreaker. <laughs> you guys can get a home playoff game with that squad. I'm listen. I'm not kidding myself thinking. Oh my God, we're gonna you know, do some damage. We're going to eliminate someone. Um, yeah, I, you know, if Saquon was healthy and Daniel Jones came back and all the, I mean, everything would have to align right for us to even win probably one playoff game. I don't think that'll happen again. This division is still anybody's. So, I mean, we could go from first to last in a matter of, uh, two weeks. Cowboys are three and eight in a game out. Yeah. That's what That's, I mean. Browns could have 10 wins and be out of the playoffs. Which is insane. Um, Chargers and Bills. Bills end up winning 27-17. Anthony Lynn, I don't know what they're doing in, in uh, Los Angeles. I almost said San Diego with the Chargers. Which, by the way, I get the Chargers and Rams logo confused almost. It looks very similar to me. Anyway, that's a different conversation. Uh, Raiders-Falcons. Falcons up beating the shell of the Raiders 43-6. This one really surprised me. In fact, Derek Carr was kind of a sexy pick in DFS. Not so much in our contest, but in other leagues I saw and fantasy he was played, and he played awful, absolutely awful. So Las Vegas, another team I can't quite figure out. You know, they beat the Chiefs. They play them well. And a loss last Monday night, then they turn, go to Atlanta and just get their shit pushed in. Yeah, and Josh Jacobs has seven carries. Uh, insane. Yeah, the Raiders aren't going to win any games if Josh Jacobs has seven carries. 
Uh, 49ers at Rams. Uh, Kyle Shanahan continue, continues to own Sean McVay. Uh, 23-20. I, I've never been sold on Jared Goff as like a franchise quarterback. I just never have. So I know they paid him like to be that guy, but to me, like he has too many performances like this and turns the ball over way too much. Uh, Saints at Broncos. Saints win 31-3 against a Broncos team that had a practice squad player playing quarterback. How do you think they? How do you think the Broncos feel about the Ravens continually getting pushed back? Right. Pissed. Good lord. I mean, talk about trying to set it up, man. Jesus. Yeah, Taysom Hill throwing for what, 78 yards in the win? Yeah. I'm not sold on the Taysom Hill experiment at all. Uh-uh. I don't think that's going to work. And I think it's absolutely astonishing to me that Jameis Winston isn't starting for them right now. It's astonishing to me that Jameis Winston isn't a starting quarterback in the NFL, period. And I'll get to that here in a second. But kudos to that kid, the Hinton kid from uh, Denver that went out and played quarterback, played his ass off, played hard. There's not much room to succeed there. It's, I mean, his chances to succeed are very, very low. But, yeah, he could have easily said, no, I'm not going to do that. And he didn't. So kudos to him, man. Uh, Chiefs. End up pulling it out over the Buccaneers, 27-24. Tyreek Hill went absolutely insane. Did you have him on any fantasy teams? I did not. He went ham, though. I had him in one catches. team. It was awesome. Yeah, 13 catches, 269 yards, three touchdowns. And what he was 43 it? Fan- he had 43 fantasy points for me in the first quarter. Yeah, I was going to say he had two touchdowns and 203 receiving yards in, like, the first quarter. That's nuts. And but if you don't roll coverage his way, that's what they'll do. That's yeah, part of what makes them so dangerous. You, you, the first thing you have to do is take that away. Because he, he's, he's a Madden glitch. Yeah, and the this game is a little misleading by the score. Um, you know, they're up 27-10. They kind of lay off a little bit. And, and we were on Dak Prescott earlier, so I'm going to throw it on, you know, touchdown Tommy here. Uh, he he throws two touchdowns to Mike Evans basically in uh, cleanup time to make it close. So I don't get the whole Brady's washed argument though. Because to me he's what forty four years old. Yeah, he threw for three hundred forty five yards and three touchdowns. Two Still pay. got lots of zip on the ball. Yeah, I think it's just you know him moving to a new system. I don't know if he's it's it's a system where you throw the ball down the field a lot that a lot of quarterbacks have been first year in that system have thrown a lot of interceptions historically. I don't know if there's a discord between him and Arians or the play calling him and left, I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't look quite comfortable to me. And I'm not, I mean, to me, Drew Brees is washed. Phillip Rivers is washed. There's other quarterbacks you can look at and say, yeah, they're washed. I don't see Tom Brady as washed just because the ball still pops out of his hand. Yeah, he That's, hasn't taken that much of a beating like some of those other guys. Like I don't see the big physical decline. Yeah, like Philip Rivers is a big guy, so he takes those hits and and some most of the time doesn't go down from the first shot. So he gets more. He gets another one. And another I feel one. like I feel like you can clean up decision making and scheme. Mm-hmm. You can't make somebody's arm stronger. You can't right. bring back arm strength. Yep. And to me, he's still getting the ball there. It's just he's just making bad decisions with the ball. Yep. Um, Bears and Packers. 
Uh, they had to roll Mitch Trubisky out there. Packers end up winning 41-25. Allen Robinson catches a couple garbage time touchdowns. And this is what I was going to talk about earlier when I brought up Jameis Winston. Why is he not the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears? There's a lot of quarterbacks that could be in fucking Chicago. You know what I mean? Um, but they aren't. I know. I get it. Um, there's a shit ton of people in the league and not in the league that are better than fucking Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, I get that Jameis turns it over a lot or has in his career. I understand that. I do. But I don't, I don't see any situation where I'm looking at Mitchell Trubisky and saying, I'd rather have him over Jameis. Right. And I just I don't, I don't that. see that. I, that. That to me, like, and I've talked about this before, quarterback play can be so bad that it really is difficult to evaluate other positions. Allen Robinson has drawn the short straw of NFL quarterbacks in his career. Going from Blake Bortles to this bullshit. But I said, what, a month ago, the Bears were the worst five and five and two team in the NFL? Yep. They haven't won since. Exactly. But they're, I mean, and Sammy Evans is a big Bears fan. And he's he said, we need an overhaul. I mean, he's talking about getting rid of everybody. And you can't just settle for a fucking quarterback and think, oh, we're okay. I mean, that position is the most important. Right. And you I can tell you this, I've seen too many made. guys on the Browns over the years that were end up going on to other teams and being good players. But, you know, because the quarterback plays so bad, it's like, all right, we got to blow this up. Then you see guys go to other teams and have an impact. Yep. So I don't, you know, like I said, it's it brings down the evaluation of all the other positions on the field when your quarterback's playing that bad. Uh, Seahawks beat the Eagles 23-17. I turned it off at the end. I didn't realize that the Eagles hit a fucking Hail Mary and then a two-point conversion to uh, cover the spread. (laughs) 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 Oh, sports gambling's fickle, man. Fickle. You ain't shitting. But Seahawks are 8-3. I'm not a big believer just because their defense. Eagles fall to 3-7-1. Carson Wentz. All right, there's a big debate going on right now. Is Carson Wentz trash? Um, I'm going to go ahead and punch my ticket in the Carson Wentz's trash ballot. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, the offensive line's down. Oh, this is down. Oh, he doesn't have any weapons. To me, it's decision-making. It's decision-making. It's hero ball. It's not knowing when to get rid of the ball. It's passing up the uh, five-yard cross in front of you to hit, you know, a guy on a post. It's I saw it against the Browns. It's and I don't think Alshon Jeffrey probably a little washed. Jalen Rager should be able to get open. Travis Fulgham should be able to get open. Dallas Goddard should be able to get open. I don't know if Miles Sanders fucked Doug Peterson's wife. I don't know why he doesn't get the ball. Ever. He only had like seven touches or some shit. Like it's it's absurd. So it's it's play calling and decision making. And I know there's a personnel issue there and they've had injuries. And I know that last night was their 10th different combination of starting offensive line. I get that. But there's times where he has time. Wentz has time in the pocket and he's making a horrible decision. 
Anything yeah, you want to add, Barry? I, yeah, I, I just was letting you finish up there. I agree 100%. I watched it, like you said, you watched it with the Browns. I watched it with the Giants game. He threw a pick to end that game. Uh, his the, he, he hasn't improved from basically when he came into the league to now. Nick Foles won them the fucking Super Bowl. While he but he was, was on pace home, to win the MVP that year. Well, Wentz is on pace to win the MVP that year. Right. And as you know, sometimes, man, those injuries, they make you fucking, you know, you blink. Where you weren't blinking before, now you're blinking. When that defense is coming at you, you got people around your knees, around your legs, coming at your head. And now you're kind of rushing things, throwing shit before you normally would. Um yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he, I think Wentz is done. I'll just be yeah. honest. I, I'm I he'll, I, he'll make some teams. He'll, he'll, you know what I mean. He'll be a a level, a tier two quarterback. He's never gonna be that star. But I mean, to me, I mean, he'll he'll win you a game or two here and there. But he ain't the franchise man. He's. I don't think he – I think he's done. I'll just say that. He's not washed, but he's done. His winning days are done. I think he needs to change the scenery desperately. That really could be do. too. Uh, let's do our week 13 picks. Obviously, the Steelers and Ravens will play tomorrow. We both think the Steelers are going to win. We're not going to file that in and pick them, though, just because that game's so coveted up, so roaned up, that if it even gets played, I'll be surprised. Uh, all right. Week 13, Sunday, December 6th. We don't have a Thursday game because it's getting pushed to it's getting pushed to Tuesday, yep. which would have been the Cowboys and Ravens. It would have been Thursday. No Thursday night game this week. Instead, we're getting a Wednesday afternoon game. So the Thursday night game is getting pushed to Tuesday. So the first game is Browns at Titans and a bit of a heavyweight matchup in the AFC between two eight and three teams. Um, Barry, I'm stoked to be eight and three and playing a very meaningful football game in December. That's just kind of uncharted territory for the for Browns fans for many years. I'm gonna be a homer here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick the Browns. Yeah, I um, we were talking privately, and I think a lot of people's gonna jump on this Tennessee wagons for what they did to Indianapolis and that defense and the Browns. They gave up was 25 points to the Jaguars. I think they took the Jaguars lightly. They know who's coming to town. And I think the Browns win in a squeaker. I think they win by three and uh, right the ship here, a new direction for this uh, Browns team. And maybe solidify their winners. If the Browns win, a lot of national buzz is going to follow. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe, uh, change the culture. Figure out a way to bottle up the run and get home on Ryan Tannehill. Because I think we can run the ball on anybody. I really do. I'm excited to see Pittsburgh again because we didn't have Nick Chubb the first time. Yep. But bottle the run somehow, some way. Derek And Derek Henry is a horse as you get later on in the season. But And Miles Garrett coming back, I mean – it's going to take a couple sacks and a lot of pressures. It really is. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders and Jets. I'm taking the Raiders with confidence. 
And the Raiders need this game coming off of last week's fucking just piss pounding. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Next up, Jags at Vikings. Uh, this is going to be Vikings all the way. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. I still would like to see him get the ball in Justin Jefferson's hands more, but I think he's so explosive. I love that kid. This could be a Dalvin Cook game, which, by the way, they're going to run all the tread off those wheels at this pace. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Dalvin Cook has a big day. Uh, Vikings win, but, you know, they fucked up in Dallas, so we'll see. Bengals at Dolphins. Uh, Brandon Allen obviously is a starting quarterback for the Bengals. That really sucks about Joe Burrow. It just you kind of saw it coming, though. You know what I mean? With him taking the pounding that he has been and their inability to protect him, that was my big worry for him going to Cincinnati, as it was with Bengals. I'm surrounded by a lot of Bengals fans here in Columbus, and that was their big worry as well. And then it came true, which is very fucking sad. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Dolphins as well. And and I wanted to point out, and I you know absolutely refuse to give credit to high state anyways but uh very classy um of chase young and uh terry mclaurin and the uh who was the other one haskins haskins uh went over and uh wished joe burrow well uh as he was being carted off speaking of cool i did not see this kind of success from terry mclaurin i think i said this on the show before (laughs) <laughs> he I wasn't dogging him. I just I didn't see him, you know, be among the NFL leaders in receiving yards with especially with the quarterbacks he's had to play with. Haskins has been awful. So it just shows you the quality of talent that comes out of a high state out of that wide receiver room. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> another conversation for another time. You don't want to have it. Uh, Colts at Texans. I'm taking the Colts. Especially no Will Fuller. Yeah, man, that's tough. You know what? I am going to take the Texans, though. Deshaun Watson's got to – he's got to get hot here. He's got to show people why he got that contract. And I I think he gets a a big win here. Uh, Lions at Bears. Lions just fired their coach. Go ahead. Yeah. A whole fucking remodel, but, uh, man, we were just talking a bunch of shit about Mitch Trubisky. Um, you know what? I think David Montgomery is going to run it. He'll, he'll uh, have over 100 yards rushing. He'll save the day. Uh, Bears pick up the win over the Lions. I'm taking the Bears as well. I think that's the formula. Run the ball. Don't let – don't have Mitch throw the ball to win you the game. Uh, Saints at Falcons. I tell you what, you don't know which Atlanta Falcons are going to show up. With that said, I'm taking the Saints. <laughs> don't be surprised though, right? Yeah, well, and you know what? Atlanta just had the big one over the Raiders at home, they're back at home. I'm going to take Atlanta. Okay. I don't I don't hate it. Like I said, they can I mean they can put up points in a hurry. Yeah. I don't think the Saints can. Uh Giants at Seahawks. 
I'm taking the Seahawks. Sorry, buddy. I don't know if Colt McCoy can pull it out. Another terrible pick by you. Uh, the Giants all the way. I think this is going to be a we'll win by ten. No, I'm just saying. Um, Giants. I I got to take Giants. I'm a homer. Uh, it's going to be a fucking uphill battle. If we get beat by three touchdowns, I won't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I ain't picking against my boys. Russell Wilson has come off that MVP pedestal just a little bit. By yeah, a little he, bit, I mean a, a lot of bit. Yeah, he has. And if they go as he goes, and if he has an off day, they're fucking done. And earlier in the year, I was saying that um, Russell Wilson was the second best quarterback in the NFL. I think I might have been speaking out of pocket a little too excited. I don't see it right now. I think Mahomes is far and away the best quarterback in the NFL. I'd have to look at all the teams here, but I think that you got, I mean, I don't, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is right there. Yeah. I mean, you got Daniel Jones at number one, obviously. Absurd. (laughs) Russell Wilson's top five. I don't think he may be top three. He's not better than Mahomes or Rodgers though. No, no, no. I and again and Kyler Murray's there. I mean, he's playing out his mind too. I, I think that Russell's still a little bit better than Kyler Murray. I'm, right Kyler's now, Kyler's not I, quite there yet. Yeah, his experience. I want to see him next year with another year of experience under his belt. I think Kyler Murray's going to be a fucking fun, fun guy to watch. I think that maybe you want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. I mean, as far as like, you know, I I would still take Wilson over Roethlisberger, but. I would be willing to hear conversations otherwise. Uh, speaking of Kyler Murray, Rams at Cardinals. I'm going to go ahead and 7-4 Rams, 6-5 Cardinals, very tough division. I'm going to go ahead and take the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Well, after you talked shit about Jared Goff, I texted him, and he said, <laughs> book it. He said, book it. We're going to get the win. Jared Goff says we're getting the dub. That's what he told me. He wouldn't Eagles lie to at me. Pa- Eagles at Packers. I take the Packers with confidence. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, that's about a 10 confidence pick right there. Broncos at Chiefs. I take the Chiefs with confidence. Yeah, yeah. Chief, Chiefs, uh, the Broncos quarterbacks, though, they get to come back Wednesday. Ooh. That was crazy. I, I can't believe that happened in an NFL game, but right. 2020 is going to continue to 2020. Washington football team at Pittsburgh. I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. Early Monday game, 4 o'clock my time, 5 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Steelers with an extreme amount of confidence. Bills at 49ers. I'm going to go ahead. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm going to take the Bills about it. Okay, well, I was just checking uh, for all my folk in Buffalo. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Uh, The Bills, I think confidence, I think blowout, to be honest with you. Think uh, ten points. Cowboys at Ravens. 
Um, probably going to have Lamar back. This is going to be a Tuesday game. It's supposed to be a following Thursday game. <coughs> Excuse me. Which I'm not mad about because the Browns play the Ravens the following Monday night. Monday night football in a huge divisional game for the Browns in week 14. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens with confidence. Yeah, I, I'll take the Ravens to uh, pick up a W and uh, further the Giants, uh, solidify the Giants' first place. So we have, well, I just picked all four teams in that division to lose. Yeah, well, so look here. You got the Packers playing the Eagles. You got the Steelers playing Washington, Ravens playing the Cowboys, and we're playing the Seahawks. Like, I think we got the best draw there as a potential to win. I don't think we will, but if anybody could get beat, it's the Seahawks out of those four. So right now, your playoff teams for the AFC top seven, one, you have Pittsburgh, two, you got the Chiefs, three, you got the Titans, four, you got the Bills. Those are all your division winners right now. Leaders, I should say. Browns at five. Dolphins at six. Colts at seven. Obviously, we're doing 17 playoff now with one bye per division. And then on the bubble, you like the Raiders or Ravens six and four, Raiders six and five, Patriots five and six. So Browns looking good at the five seed right now. I ain't mad at it, but a lot can change. It's a week to week league in the NFC. You have the Saints at one, Packers at two, Seahawks at three, the Giants at four. Those are your division leaders right now. That's Number right. five, Rams. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that's right. We're a division leader. <laughs> at four and seven. <laughs> Number five, you got the Rams, seven and four. Buccaneers, six, seven and five. Cardinals at seven, six and five. So even though they've had a skid, they are still in the playoff picture. On the bubble, you got the Vikings at five and six, Bears at five and six, 49ers at five and six. You can make a case that the playoff picture damn near is set in the NFC uh, as far as the teams. Because the, the other teams in the hunt have losing records right now. I'd be shocked if Minnesota made the jump. I really would. Yeah, well, I I mean, I stated to a couple people, if if we win one of our next four games, uh, I will be fucking ecstatic i mean we we've got a brutal next four games and then we got the cowboys at home where we're going to return uh the the fucking robbery and we're going to dog walk and fucking chumps but these next four games we we could get as our our asses blistered badly in all four <laughs> Well, we'll see. The playoff picture is shaping up, though. Pittsburgh, 10-0, is they've had a really like lucky season. I know somebody's going, that's crazy with the COVID stuff. But if you look at their schedule, either somebody's hurt or whatever, the team that are playing. You know what I mean? So, like, they beat the Browns without Chubb, as an instance. Uh, barely squeaked by the Jaguars. Beat the Ravens with the refs' help. Beat the Titans with the refs' help. You know, you go on and make a case like that for every single one of their games. As crazy as that is. Yeah, I mean, but that's the NFL. I mean, there's just crazy shit happening every week. And, I mean, like you said, the Cardinals. I mean, hell, the Hail Mary. Over three people, and then they go and get, you know, beat by teams. They sh- You figure they'll beat by two, three touchdowns. 
right now your top five in passing yards in the NFL. You have Matt Ryan, five. Deshaun Watson, four. Russell Wilson, three. Tom Brady, two. Pat Mahomes at one. Baker Mayfield's way down this list. We had three straight games in, with some uh, weather. He's at 2,108 yards, though. If you look at his numbers, though, they are not terrible. You're talking about 17 touchdowns. Where are we at here? 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions with a 92.3 quarterback rating. That's not terrible. Completion percentage is 60, 61%. I mean, these. I know he catches a lot of flack, and yeah, he did miss some wide-open guys, and I said some things about him, but if you look at the numbers – they're not terrible. The, the yards are a little low, but you figure you play three straight games with horrible weather in Cleveland. So take that for what you will. Rushing yards in the NFL. This is one that's really fun to talk about. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six. Nick Chubb is six in the NFL in rushing, 719 yards. Mind you, he missed four and a half games. Kareem Hunt is ninth. But your top five, you're looking at Josh Jacobs, Ronald Jones, James Robinson. Huge surprise there, by the way. Yeah. Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has 1,257 yards. Nick Chubb is leading the NFL in runs of 20, 20 or more yards with 10. Leading the NFL 40 or more yards on a run with two along of 59. I mean, he's Nick Chubb's having a dazzling season, even after missing four and a half games, Browns are looking at having two 1000 yard backs. I mean, so you, I mean, you're Derek Henry's at 12, almost 1300 yards now. I mean, he's pretty much guaranteed, uh, 17, 1800 yard season. Correct. I mean, that's fucking insane. Uh, reception leaders at five, you have Travis Kelsey at four. You have Robbie Anderson at three. You got Deandre Hopkins at two. You got Stefan Diggs, and the guy with the most catches in the NFL right now is Keenan Allen. But if you look at yardage leaders, the top, well, DK Metcalf, obviously with a big game last night, number two and three in yardage leaders in the NFL, both play for the chiefs. So at number five, you're looking at Terry McLaurin. Number four, you're looking at DeAndre Hopkins. Number three, you're looking at Travis Kelsey. Number two, you're looking at Tyreek Hill. And number one, you're looking at DK Metcalf. That's crazy. That is nuts. They're playing a whole different level of football over there in Kansas City. Yeah, Andy Reid's got those dudes uh, clicking. I mean, they run like a fucking machine. They're the one team in the NFL, and you've seen it last year in the playoffs. If you're up on them two touchdowns, that don't mean nothing. I mean, they they literally just are like, oh, they're not they're not ready yet. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the numbers here, and all these guys I named, they all have between 90 and 110 targets. Then just out of reach, the names I numbered was six, seven, eighth in the NFL in receiving yards is Justin Jefferson with 918 yards on only 72 targets, and he's caught 52 of those. Man, I think he should maybe get him the ball a little bit more. Yeah, especially with Thielen down. I mean, you you gotta you gotta give that kid a, a chance. He had seven for seventy and two touchdowns the other day. So, all right, man, you got anything else? Uh, um, can I run down the top twenty-five NCAA scores? 
sure. for for basketball tonight. Uh, this is Tuesday, December first. Go ahead. The number four Wisconsin Badgers won by forty over Green Bay, eighty-two forty-two. Number eight in the State Farm Champions Classic, number eight Michigan State beat number six Duke, seventy-five sixty-nine. Wow. Uh, number nine, Creighton, put a blistering on the University of Omaha, 94-67. Uh, number 12, Villanova, beat Hartford, 87-53. Uh, number 15, Virginia, beat St. Francis, Pennsylvania, 76-51. 17, Texas, 66. Indiana Hoosers, 44 in the Camping World Maui Invitational. Uh, number 14, North Carolina, survived an upset bid here over uh, Stanford. In the Camping World Maui Invitational 67-63. And right now on ESPN, State Farm Champions Classic, you got number seven, Kansas, taking on the Kentucky Wildcats. And it is in the first half. And then for our FanDuel contest, the Don't the Favorite Weekly FanDuel contest, at number three with 119.8 points was Jay Shealy 222. At number two, was my beloved co-host B Frost 33 That's winning right. himself $19.50 he had a 123.72 score and the winning score this week at 142.02 blistering everybody was Drew Vensel Drew had Taysom Hill, Nick Chubb, Kendrick Drake, um, AJ Brown, Christian Kirk, Robert Woods, Trey Burton, James Robinson and the Browns defense which the big ones being pretty consistent all the way through Nick Chubb at 25, Kenny Drake at 22, AJ Brown at 23 and James Robinson at 24. So he hit on skill position players. Right. I hate him. Then cut a scathing promo. He did. I just watched it. He thought he was jigsaw. <laughs> but when I, but when I win next week, I'm going to fucking light them all up. All right. That's all I got. Barry, take us home. All right, brother. Uh, again, appreciate everybody that uh, has really taken to our sports show. Uh, we're big sports guys, uh, so we absolutely uh, love doing this show. We love talking sports. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at bfrost28. Eric, drop the credentials, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at ericbrown740, but of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at doing the favor. Appreciate everyone that supports us. Uh, we appreciate all the love we've been getting for the sports show as well. It's some a bit of a passion project for me and Barry, like he said, us being sports as like we are. It's been received very well, as we can tell by the numbers. So thank you guys all so much that support us, and we look forward to keep on doing this. So, and obviously week 13 is probably your last week of the regular season fantasy football. So good luck. Absolutely. And with that, uh, thank you guys again. Good night and God bless. Yeah. Peace. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Berry, you're up with DTF, and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live 
will be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor Doing the favor Until next time Doing the favor